Hello, what have we here? Welcome to the IDP Nation Podcast, the Factory Sports Network's IDP-centric show. We're your hosts, Dan Cook and Daryl Winston. Are you ready for some tenacious IDP discussion? We've got you covered from your LB1 Year Taxi Squad. This is IDP Nation. And we're back. A little bit of a absence, about a week and a half or so uh, from the show. But we have for you today a special interview with uh, one of the star defensive players from Memphis football. But first, let's hear a word from DraftKings and Dynasty Football Factory. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Devi, and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership unlocks it all and annual memberships are free that's right we've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free just go to dynastyfootballfactory.com shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo sign up for your DraftKings account deposit just $20 and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free factory sports annual membership eligibility and restrictions apply see website for details so act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. And get that DFF membership along with the DraftKings money. Uh, Daryl, how you doing? What's going on, Dan? How are you? Uh, doing all right. Uh, I made a few bucks on DraftKings this weekend. Uh, oh, did you? I played some double-ups with some safe lineups, and I had, uh, of course, Christian McCaffrey because everybody needs uh, Christian McCaffrey in their lineups. And I believe I had that that Chris Godwin character. <laughs> right. So uh, the rest of my team basically didn't do a whole lot, but those two. Actually, I had Fitzmagic, too. So I was pretty mm-hmm. securely in the double-up. Um, I said I was wish I wish I kind of played that lineup in a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, I didn't do so good this week. I, I pretty much... Uh... One last week and and then uh, lost everything back this week. So I'm even after two weeks, basically. Yeah. Yeah, DFS can be a, a fickle fickle thing. Um, so a little bit later, we have an interview with defensive lineman from Memphis Tigers, uh, Joseph Dorsius, uh, teammate of Bryce Huff, who we had on uh, a little a few months ago. Month seems like forever ago. Um, yeah. So that's coming up shortly. In the meantime, Daryl, um, anything good yesterday? Did you pull out some victories that you needed? Um, yeah, actually, uh, George Kittle helped me uh, take the lead in my home league. Uh, so I've secured a victory there. And a few other leagues I had him in. So uh, his big day uh, really pulled through. Yeah, I had him uh, in in a couple leagues. I needed him to, to go big in uh, my FFPC league. He he did, although I need Lamar to keep rolling. Uh, <laughs> as long as Lamar keeps rolling, I think I'll be okay. Um, he doesn't have many yards, though. That's the thing. Like, 
So he's got to get He'll some get yards. There. Yeah. I also have Robert Woods and the LA defense going. Um, he's got Justin Tucker against me, so I just need Lamar to outscore Justin Tucker, basically. Mm. From here on out, I need I need a couple more scores or some some yards, one or the other. Robert Woods touchdown would be great right now. It's just the but, second quarter. You got plenty of time, man. Yeah, we're, we're taping on a Monday, and uh, we did that to accommodate our guests. Uh, I don't normally like taping during Monday Night Football, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, but interesting day of football yesterday. Um, yes. My Seahawks. Uh, one ugly, I think is the best way to put it. Uh, King they, Henry rightfully ran roughshod over the Jaguars. You mean King Tannehill? No, I mean leader, King Henry. Leader of all quarterbacks? No, no, King Henry. See, I I would be mad, but I actually have Henry. Henry won me a league basically yesterday. Yeah, he did. Because uh, stiff yeah, arms and all. Yeah, but um, it is a really strange NFL day because um, there's a lot of guys that uh, were on a like first quarter. You, you looked at some of the leaders and you were like, "Who are these people?" I mean, yeah. I know who they are, but I'm like, "Why are they on this list? Like, has nobody <laughs> done anything yet?" Um, but yeah, then it kind of evened out, you know, you had your Michael Thomas's, your Chris Godwin's, uh, taking over. Um, we had, um, AJ Johnson had a good day on defense. He did. Tennessee Vol. Go yeah, Vols. I've, I've had him, I, I started him in a couple leagues, so I was, I was That's his job now. He's, he's took that away from Josie Jewell. Yeah. And Jewell keeps getting these little bumps and bruises. Um, yep. and that's not helping his case any. No, nope. um, but yeah, I mean, I had a big lead with uh, I had Watson and Hopkins, and I thought, ah, I'm good, I'm golden. And then <laughs> I played up against the guy who had the Baker and Jarvis stack. So I'm like, son of a. <laughs> and he had like Tyler Boyd, who I thought was going to be like the worst play ever. I'm like, man, this is killing me smalls like you know but then you know i had fred warner last night who had 11 tackles a sack and a forced fumble that was a nice game uh warner was everywhere last night yeah it was was a good day um i also had jimmy ward who's now who's uh kind of a cheat code i kind of heard this i think it was in the idp guys talking about jimmy ward he's basically playing safety um for the niners you know that and uh he's listed as a corner so, you know, I'm benefiting from that, which is good. Um, so that's my home league, my league of record, so to speak. Um, I know we don't have a league of record together. Although, um, I'll have to check. Um, you, I don't know if we do or not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, sorry, I was reading some message board stuff, so <laughs> it is interesting. You know, it's a time of year where people are frustrated and uh, just kind of tempers run high sometimes in some of these message boards. Uh, no, for leagues, no, you know, people competing, uh, rules and stuff getting debated about 
Um, but yeah. Uh, actually, I was looking up because we faced off in two different leagues. Um, one of them I'd rather not talk about. One of them you'd rather not talk about. Huh? That's the one I want to talk about then because that means well, everyone... we're not talking about. Um... <laughs> we're just not going to discuss that. Well, we need Matt Judon to uh, get his head going because. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we're losing thanks to Jalen Ramsey and Weddle. Yeah. Jesse Bates didn't do anything yesterday. Yeah, he kind of let us down. And, uh, well, Sheldon Richardson surely did not. (laughs) No, he did not. He blew up yesterday. That's pretty nice. Uh, So, getting down here where I'm looking, um, Hollywood's Hookers was playing Skinny McKinney. Uh, in oh. our in our money league, and uh, oh. I got I got the dub because I got one more. I got Lamar playing. Uh, I think Lamar just beat you pretty much. You I think you were winning. Yeah, uh, but I had no quarterbacks in that league. You did not. You had Mariota and Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, and you a had to start both and a of bench them. sitter. Yeah, yeah. That that killed whereas me i am playing the triumvirate of drew Brees, lamar jackson and russell wilson who wilson didn't do anything yesterday but but still the fact that you can play three quarterbacks and you talked about kittle helping you out kittle destroyed you in this league with almost a 50 spot so yeah kill giveth and he taketh away yeah i'm not so crazy about that yeah not so crazy uh, about see, that. My Rocket Raccoon League. I'm just looking through some leagues here while we wait for our guest um, to be ready here. I should win this. I got Ingram and Jackson. I need a point and a half, basically. Uh, so the other league that we... Did you want to talk about that one? Because I'm beating you in that one, too. Oh, no, not particularly. I'm up about 55 <laughs> on you, and I'm not sure if it's final or yet. No, it's, it's still loading here. You know, nobody likes a bragger. It's, uh, <laughs> well, you got one playing, and I've right. got three more playing. I got Gerald Everett, I've got uh, Troy Hill, and Chuck Clark, and you've got Marcus Peters going. Yeah. But I'm up like 50, so. You and these quarterbacks, man. You got Taysom Hill starting. Like, well, a lot of these are leagues that I took over. So you did take this one over, yes. And the money league, league, yeah, the money. There's, I think we're in. You you tried to join a lot of my leagues just to try to beat me, but I had Leonard Fournette against you, so. He actually outscored Derrick Henry, so you, you want to talk about King Henry. Leonard Fournette was the way yesterday. Although in this league, I started Wentz and Matt Ryan against you, and they were both pretty terrible. So, yeah, of course, you just talk. To, you know, you go away, you disappear, you come back, you talk when I'm trying to hit record. Old times, old times. Hercules, Hercules. I can't, I can't work in this kind of environment. 
<laughs> where people just can't shut the hell up when you say be quiet. <sighs> Anyways, um, Scott Fishbowl, I'm winning. I know people care so much about Scott Fishbowl. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I survived uh, Jarvis Landry, mainly because Derek Carr was abysmal. Oh, God. He got benched, didn't he? Well, I think they just saved face to, like, try not to get him killed because the Jets were, uh... Jets came to play yesterday. Yeah, they did. That was a little crazy. And I think that's what you're going to see from Darnold. That's the Sam Darnold they've been looking for. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big Sam Darnold believer, but, I mean, he definitely is playing better football than he was. Well, you should be a Sam Darnold believer. Well, I'm not an Adam Gase believer. He's a terrible okay, coach. Okay. <laughs> He's a god awful terrible coach. Like, I don't know. What an ass kicking is. In what? There's Daryl's crappy internet again. But anyway, um, yeah, pretty good day for me on the dynasty side of things. Redraft is another story, but uh, but yeah, that's about it for now. So enough about our leagues uh, and me whooping Daryl's ass all around the place. Um, <gasps> What we got from Reddit? You got some Reddit questions from us, for us? Yeah, sure. It says, I normally start J.J. Watt. Well, I don't know if it's J.J. Let me see here. Yeah. Uh, it says Not Watt anymore. and Joey Bosa. Yeah. I'm assuming this is T.J. Watt then. I normally start, start Watt and Bosa, Joey. At the end, I have Everson Gris, Griffin on my roster, so he replaced Watt. So that must have been J.J. Yeah. Bosa, Griffin are on a bye. That my fourth nice. and fifth string DNs are Bruce Irvin and Carl Nassib. Here are my options. Cameron Hayward is a D-tackle DN eligible. I can switch Hayward to DN and start him with either Irvin or Nassib and start Snacks Harrison at D-tackle. I'm There's guessing, uh, I hope you answered this already online because a little late. Because yeah. week 12 yeah. was yesterday, mostly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd probably do that anyway. Um, start. Irvin had a sack, I think, yesterday, so hopefully he he followed through with that. So yeah, I'm trying to find. I think I clicked the wrong one. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's one. It says, "What are?" It says, "New to IDP Dynasty and wondering." What are some good players to stash on the defensive side of the ball? I've got a pretty young squad. Players like Bosa Brothers, TJ Watt, Daniil Hunter, etc. But really interested in some diamonds in the rough. I mean, we just talked about AJ Johnson. Um, I think he's somebody to look at. Um, that's it's kind of a diamond in the rough. I think he's going to continue kind of owning that spot. So, you know. It's it's right. 
Yeah, so, I mean, he's definitely somebody I'd take a look at. Um, now's the time of year where I like to look at people who've dropped injured guys. Uh, exactly. So, you know, Avery Williamson might be out there, depending. I mean, your league's... I don't know. It, it depends. I, I've seen leagues where, you know, you got guys available that shouldn't be available. There's always a league somewhere where somebody does something really stupid. Um, or they just get oh, yeah. tired of a player. They, they just are done. You know, maybe it's a guy like um, like Keanu Neal. It's always hurt. They, people yeah. are just cutting bait. You know, those are the guys that, that I look for. I mean, Keanu Neal second strike second season in a row yep yeah i'm cutting bait on him everywhere i can yeah i'm gonna have to hold him for now well yeah but, uh, you can't get rid of him now yeah i think but, start of next season when he's healthy he's gone first good offer i get out of here yeah and that's the the issue is i think it's so hard to get a valuable idp trade if people don't value the same way right. that you do so, yeah. so I mean, you really got to take a look at. Am I gonna? What's the highest I could get? Most of the time, for an IDP, a second round pick is about the highest you're gonna get. So, yeah. Right. Um, if you're looking at young guys, I think Taylor Rapp, who's playing tonight for the Rams, is a good one. You'd be yeah. surprised; he's still available in a lot of leagues. Uh, I think a lot of those safeties that are rookies uh, that that are taken over, you know, Taylor Rapp, um, Will Harris from Detroit, I think is a guy to look at. Um, yep. It's a guy from, uh, I have a bunch of them. Kyrie Willis from uh, Indy, Indy is a good guy to keep an eye on. Um, we, we loved Marquise Blair in the early season, uh, yeah, in the preseason. Did. The, the problem is that's before they traded for Quandre Diggs. And yeah, that kind of hurt him. Yeah, Diggs is basically out there starting, playing. But I still like Blair. I think he's got a good future. I do. I think he's just going to be a year or two away now. Yep. Unless so you, McDougal. I mean, McDougal played really well yesterday. He did. So um, I'm like you. I think he's a year or two away, so you're going to have to sit on Blair and be patient. But he's going to – if you can do that, it'll pay off for you. Yeah. Uh, so, so those are the kinds of guys that I look for. I mean, like Mac Wilson, Sion Taki Taki, Halani Tavai. Those are some guys that I'm still pretty high on. Um, Tavai especially, it seems like uh, Detroit is wanting to move to him. Uh, so so that seems like a good buy. Um, you know, it depends on what positions depends on um what kind of scoring you got but those are some some good starts what else uh do we have on the reddit so to speak on the reddit yes the reddit oh lord that's from you uh, i think or, or it's from shane i can't remember it's one of you is called the reddit i don't do that crazy talk yeah um here's one he wants to know with vander esch missing uh Sunday night's game against the Pats with that neck injury and maybe next week as well. Where do we put him rest of the season and long term? Um, I kind of knock him down a few picks. Neck and back injuries are not something I like to mess with with my players. 
Right. Um, and he has he really has not had a good season. I mean, he was my preseason MVP. I thought he's going to have a great year. Uh, he just hasn't really been the player he was the second half of last year. Right. And maybe it's scheming towards making sure he gets blocked or... I don't know, he's just not the same player he was towards the end of last season. And that, that showed a lot of promise. And that promise has kind of faded a bit. So, I don't know. How about you? You on the same wavelength there? Yeah, I mean, he's he's just like you said, the injury, and he's kind of been not as good as he was a year ago. Um, I think the said can be the same for Leonard, because um, both of them were just head and shoulders above everybody well, last year. Well, Leonard is still producing pretty well. Yeah, not maybe not at the rate he was last year, but he's, he's still among the leaders. Um, I'm like you, those Knicks – the backs don't bother me so much unless it's something like JJ has, where it's just a like a chronic, continual issue. Wow. Um, have you ever heard the expression "once you get a back injury, you always have a back injury"? I have, I have. So, but it, I think it's... for me, necks are a little more serious, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, your neck. Not is... that it's not a back injury. Not that a back injury isn't serious. I'm just saying. You would have thought with that giant neck roll that he wears that right. uh, he'd be safe from those things. But, I mean, yeah, saying you're safe in a football game is kind of true, very true. Uh, a lie because you're playing a violent sport with uh, lots um, of hits. But, uh, sorry, I'm watching Lamar Jackson play. No, you're fine. You're fine. I'm... So Actually, I'm trying to find a question it just hit me that i told uh our guy peter that i would answer uh, he actually had a, a bunch of questions for us and i'm trying to find it real quick yeah he was ready he was ready for us the other day and um yeah i know he was yeah we uh we, we kind of i don't know had some stuff yeah nothing really busy, nothing really pressing just some busyness uh some, yeah, some, some it happens. Life stuff. So it does. So we apologize for that. If you want to talk for a minute, I'm I'm trying to find this question. I wish that I pinned it. Gotcha. So uh, while you're pinning it and while you're going through that, um, why can't uh, you get anything for Mark Ingram in Dynasty? <laughs> I, I don't know. We were talking about this off the show. I know. Before the show, well, I just saw I, him I, make I, a nice run, so I'm like, don't understand. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I, 29 year old running back, I get it. But if you're do, going but, for a championship, you'd not think Baltimore's not going to run forever right. and ever. And, and he's ever. a perfect fit up there. And Lamar I mean, he, Jackson's a man. Yeah, I mean, he just fits what they do with Lamar Jackson. I mean, it's just. And I have him in a couple of leagues, and he's probably one of my better players. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, you was telling me nobody wanted to give you anything for him, and that just blows my mind, especially if you're a contender. This is a guy you want. Yeah. Not not like people are interested in Ertz, but, again, like they don't want to give up anything for Ertz because he's 29 years old. I'm like, Jason Witten's like 50, and he's still playing tight end. I'd rather have Ingram. Yeah, I mean, this is tight end premium start to – well, so, yeah, that I mean, might change it a little bit, but I still think I'd rather have Ingram. And that's why I'm not giving him up for peanuts either. So. Oh, I don't blame you. So I found the question, by the okay. way. Okay, what's the question? So our, as we mentioned, our good uh, 
good friend and listener of the show, Peter. He says, can you suggest five or six IDP players who have been irrelevant this year that might be promoted next year? And then he has a couple more questions. Irrelevant this year? Yeah. I think a lot of the same guys we just talked about. Yeah. Um, Avery Williamson, I think, is one. I mean, that's coming um, off an injury. Um, some guys just haven't played well. I think Deion Jones is one of those guys that's he, he's been virtually irrelevant. Yeah, I think for where you, what you've got invested, yes, definitely. I think he's a definite buy low candidate that you could take advantage of because he's not produced, but you know that potential's there. Like, right. um, if you can get an elite player at cheap prices, it's, it's a good thing. Now, who knows? It could be Devondre Campbell's show from now on. Like, it, you never really know. What's going on? Right. Uh, yeah. Um, some other There's guys. Some, Let's see. Yeah, I'm um, looking at my list here. Um, Ronald Blair is an interesting name. Um, yes. He's a free agent. He could go be a pass rusher somewhere else for a team. Um, and he may get paid real quick. Yeah, he's out for the season with an injury, I believe. But he uh, definitely could see a payday. Um, he had a pretty decent beginning of the season for the 49ers. And, um, yeah, they, they just keep rolling. They had another injury. Um, I forget what his name is. Uh, broke his forearm. Oh. I can't remember. I don't know exactly I saw it, I saw it today, yeah. I saw it today. Let's see if I can bring it up here. Uh, I think Khalil Mack has won. He's not quite had the season everyone expected. Um, I think you can buy him pretty cheap as well. Yeah, I think you definitely could. Um, tell you what, I mean, Jabril Peppers just had an injury. He's a guy I thought about. Um, but Peppers has played well. And I know you, you loved Landon Collins, and how can they let Landon Collins go? Right. He's filled in pretty admirably. He has. He has done. So. And I really wasn't putting Peppers down. You know, I just felt that Collins was a better option. But no. Yeah, and I would agree. But Peppers has played well all season. So. He has. He has played really well. Him and Bethia, both of them have, actually. Yeah. Well, they got plenty of opportunities. Uh, because, yeah, they they are terrible, a terrible team. Oh God! Yeah, yeah they've been uh, quite the disappointment. Yep. Even with Bart. Yeah. Um. Anything else going on? Huh? Anything else going on? Any other questions? Oh, yeah. So he's, let's see, what was his other part of his question? He said, also, could you comment on how Ed Oliver has played and how the other Bills defensive tackles have been more productive? Um, Has he been like Sue slash Vaughn and chasing QBs into sacks by others? Um, I think early on, well, even still, I think he's 
commanding, from what I've seen, he's commanding a little double teams like he did at Houston. Now, this is NFL, so the double teams are a little more uh, harder to get past. But uh, the last few weeks, he's come up with a sack in each of the last two games. So I think he's kind of finding his way still as a rookie. And, yes, I do think that they have focused on him a little bit, which has allowed uh, players, uh, uh, his teammates, to uh, reap the benefits. Because I, if you'll watch, they are worried about him. He's just uh, – so he's going in to um, – make the players around him better and they're, they're getting the benefit from it. So yeah, I, I do see that and see that a lot. Yeah. Um, what's the guy that plays next to him? That's uh, Jordan Phillips. I believe Jordan Phillips. I kept wanting to say Harrison. That's the one Well, that's... Harrison's on IR. Yeah. It will be a mixture of him. So I think um, the reason Jordan's had such a good year is because of Ed Oliver, because of those linebackers behind him. So they're all kind of funneling everything towards him, and he's been the one big playmaker. So, yeah, I definitely think that's that's part of it. Not saying that Jordan hasn't had a great year, because he has. but Yeah. He's had a really good tackle year. Um, he's had a few sacks mixed in. Yep. But, I mean, Oliver had another sack yesterday. I, I did look at his stats uh, again. Um, I don't think he's had a bad season. He just hasn't he's had not- the and here's where I guess we need to press the pause button when we expect, you know, breakouts in like the rookie season. Yeah, and this is a big jump too. You're you're talking about the ACC or not the ACC, the AAC, excuse me. Yeah. All the way to the pros. That's a pretty good significant jump in talent level. So, yeah, you know, and I think one of the things you have to think about is for every Darius Leonard, there's like ten guys like, um, like and I'm trying to think of a good example here, <laughs> like, you know, a third year breakout guy. Right. You know, for every you know, for every Odell Beckham, there's a you know, Devontae Parker, you know. his breakout is still coming apparently um but yeah and i mean oliver's not played terribly bad i mean two he's had a sack in each of the last two games uh he's had some uh multi-tackle games tackles for loss so he's getting there he's getting the pressures uh and it's hard to get it's hard to get production up front along that front four anyway. So asking it major production from a rookie is kind of uh, crazy thinking or crazy talk. But I, I think he's done well, and I think he's only going to get better, and we'll eventually see the star that he was at Houston. Yeah, and like you said, I think it's going to take a little while. Yeah. Um, and defensive tackle is not defensive end. You have to, have to think about it. Exactly. It's not a high sack. It's not a high – uh, stat position. So if you get five sacks as defensive tackle, that's considered a successful season. Yeah, and he's got three now, and we're what two thirds of the way. Yeah, so I mean, he should so, hit it, especially. Yeah. Um, if he gets to play the Jets and Dolphins again. Um, he has the Cowboys, Ravens, Steelers, Patriots, and Jets to finish his season. So and Steelers and Jets should be able to get a couple. He might get some against the Pats. They give up a few sacks. 
Yeah. So, I mean, he's there. I mean, he's had some good games. Six tackles against the Titans, five against the Eagles. Uh, he's had a sack against the Dolphins in both of their games, a sack against the Broncos. So, I mean, he's making he's making the plays. I mean, it's just, it's just yeah. going to take him a little time. So we're going to get completely sidetracked here before we have our interview. All right. Uh, so this Thursday, Thanksgiving, bring on the turkey, bring on the, the sides. So if, if you, and we're doing a writing assignment in school uh, from the perspective of the turkey, the turkey is going to try to convince everybody not to eat turkey on Thanksgiving. So I want you to pitch your claim for what we should all eat instead of turkey on Thanksgiving. Dude, you're, you're, what? you're a turkey. Well, we, we kind of know you are, but anyway. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh my god! Or let's just put it this way: what, what if besides turkey, what, what what's your go-to for Thanksgiving dinner? What do you okay. have to have a Thanksgiving dinner? What do you have to to pile on your plate? What has to be there? Oh, man. Well, if you're not have, oh man, that's just crazy talk about not having turkey. You've kind of derailed me well, there. It's, it's a creative writing assignment. Come on now. Uh, well, if I'm, I'm not, not having not, turkey, I'm not saying. if I'm not having turkey, they some poor hog somewhere. It's getting slaughtered because his ass is on my table. I, I like. like I, I prefer ham over turkey. I do eat a a piece of t- of turkey every Thanksgiving. But if God, there's a ham there, if there's a ham there, I'm eating the ham. Really? Especially a honey-baked ham. They're, they're good, but yeah. I'm a turkey guy. I like turkey. I like mashed potatoes. I like gravy. I like peas. So you're saying, like... so saying mashed potatoes would be your go-to. <sighs> it's the first thing that came out of your mouth. Yeah. I'm just I'm saying if I've got turkey, I'm turkey mashed potatoes. Okay. If, if I don't have turkey, then yeah, mashed potatoes and gravy, yeah. And not just any gravy. It's got to be the... the uh, Turkey, Turkey gravy. gravy, yeah. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. With a big old piece of stuffing and a roll and peas and and green beans. Oh, my God. Oh, and pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. Well, that's yeah. dessert. Okay. That's, 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 it's all... not dessert for me. That's part of my main course. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Then you go back for dessert later, too? Yes, I construct at least three to four good plates. Oh man! I train for these next two holidays all year long. <laughs> I bet, I bet, I bet. Anyway, uh, so so mine, I gotta have two things that really kind of make my Thanksgiving. One of them is baked mac and cheese. Oh yeah, I forgot about the mac and cheese. Gotta gotta have some good baked mac and cheese. Now, are you a a, a top crust guy, or do you? avoid the crust and go for the under mac and cheese yeah i'm i'm for the under and I, it's got to be cheesy too it can't be just oh yeah. i mean don't, don't be skipping on the cheese on the mac and cheese See, i need i need some of the top crunch the top yeah, burnt cheese crust that, that's yeah it's good. good stuff it's good but and i'm surprised y'all down south are are, are telling me but uh Wait a minute! You There's said a y'all. southern southern delicacy of uh, candied sweet potatoes with brown sugar. 
mm. fried up sweet mm. potato. That's good stuff. Yeah, man. And I've I've come to like all kinds of sweet potatoes, so I, I I don't know I don't I'm not prejudiced against the sweet potato. How about how about what pea salad? I don't really do peas. I'm not no. a vegetable guy. I'm not either, but I love peas. I, I'm what you call a meatitarian. <laughs> meatitarian. Give, right. give me give me some meat and potatoes, and then I'm good. That's about mm. it. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So, so you got vegetarians. Uh, I don't do the the eggs now. Oh come on! No. You're not American. No, I am. I was born in uh, Riddle Hospital in here, uh, here in Lima, PA. So yes, I am. That's not American. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, so. I actually prefer Thanksgiving over any holiday. Ooh. Yeah. I know that's an unpopular, you know, I see a lot of these, uh, tell me something unpopular on Twitter. Like, I don't you know, know, I might just have to agree with you on that. And here's my reasoning. Number one, you don't have to buy anything for anybody. It's not, it's not a, it's not a materialistic holiday. True. True. There's, Good food. Oh, great food. There's, uh, you get to spend the day with your family. You know, that's, that's, it's important. Yeah, we'll put that in there. <laughs> and the, the, the coup de gras, no matter what year it is, there's football on all day long. There is. It's just a shame we got to watch the Lions and Cowboys every year, but Ugh. there's football on every year. There is. So, that's the reasons why Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. And you can wash it all down with adult beverages. Uh, yeah, you, you probably drink more than I do. So, yeah. Maybe. We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> you, you, you hit the 25-ounce curls a little more often than I do. Well, see, there's a reason for that. I'm training our, uh, our good friend, uh, Michael Fanaro. You're training, huh? Yes, and I did not know this was an actual thing until he uh, told me this when we, me, him, and uh, Jason Waltner were in Nashville for the draft, but there's a thing called the Beer Olympics. Oh. Half of of what you drink is not considered beer, though. This is true. I was going to say, you're showing me these spiked seltzers and hard something or others and wood chunks and... I don't know. I'm not drinking no spark seltzers. I don't know. That's girly drink. You show me some of the stuff and I'm like, what is that? It's some kind of four loco or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Those were, those are not good. But anyway, training for those beer Olympics. Training for the beer Olympics. I want to go to New York, visit Fanaro, see how I measure up. You can stop by Philly on your way. Oh, no, I'm not stopping in that. You come knock on my door like you say you're going to five times an episode. Let me let me go to New York first, and then I'll stop on the way back. <laughs> <How's that? laughs> uh, uh, but anyways, uh, our guest is about to join us here. We've been kind of just ad-libbing. 
So if you've enjoyed the show so far, then you must really be a fan. <laughs> if you haven't enjoyed it, it, it may not be our best show ever, but it's 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 been okay. It's a good show. It's a good show. Yes. Besides trying to give week twelve advice in week post week twelve. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're back. Uh, we took a couple of days in between the, the first half of this recording and the second half of the recording. So if if some some sounds a little uh, different, uh, we, we we're expecting a guest. Some technical difficulties hung us up, uh, and that guest is looking to to follow up with us. But uh, you know, it's it's Thanksgiving Eve here, so it's it's one of the biggest party nights of the year. And I'm not implying anything, but. Uh, you know, it's a busy day for I'll travel and stuff. So I'm sure you're taking part in that. I am. I am doing my part to celebrate. I am. And you're being responsible. You're at home. I am. You're not I'm driving. Nope, not going so, anywhere. Uh, so yes, and uh, well, that's why they make Uber. That's true. That's 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 true. Amish Uber is. Uh, is popular I'm a <laughs> the horse and buggy comes and gets you and, and takes you away but anyway you know uh, if so, i knew that was true and lived where you would i would do it just for the experience i, I should sure just start an amish uber just get a horse and a buggy and start amish would uber. That be? that'd be just a novelty like you'd pay extras yeah. for the novelty of it and you could be like your chariot awaits yes so this sounds like two separate episodes it basically is um the first one was kind of jumbled anyway, uh, so if you made it this far in the, in the podcast, congratulations. Yes. Uh, now we have some real week thirteen stuff. As we were just, I was just listening back to get where get, get our spot here, and we were talking about how we were still talking about week twelve advice, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, on Monday. So. Right. Yeah, I mean. They're, they're questions. So, so Daryl's got a couple more questions that are a little bit more relevant, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and then we could talk about some uh, trades that I made just Sweet. recently, just this evening. So see how we, what you think about these trades. All right. So shoot with the first Reddit question there. Okay. So this is a user in infinite number. He, he says, Jesse Bates, I already made the deal. I own Harrison Smith, Clinton HaHa Dix, Ronnie Harrison, Taylor Rapp, Marquise Blair, and Keanu Neal on IR. 12 teams currently. He's in 11th place. You start two or three defensive backs. I actually use the trade to create roster space to pick up Rapp off the waiver wire. I'm also trying to trade some other guys in a league where... There isn't a ton of trading, so I used use this trade to try to chum chum the waters a little bit. And the trade he is talking about here is um is uh where did it go here? I don't know. <laughs> Hang on, it's jumping around for a second. Okay down there it's moved for some reason uh, I don't have my iPad up set up or else I'd start playing Jeopardy music oh. or some crap here 
Ah, so he he's asking the trade after all this. So here it is. It kind of jumbled together for some reason. He says, in your typical 12-team, two solo, one assist, one point for pass defense. Let's see. In your typical 12-team, two points for solo, one for assist, one for pass defense, three for all turnover top league, is getting a third, a late third, enough for a top 10 safety. I said, who are you trying to trade? He says, Jesse Bates. He has already made the deal by the time I got back to him today. Uh, he said, I already made the deal. I own Harrison Smith, Clinton Haha Dix, Ronnie Harrison, Taylor Rapp, Marquis Blair, and have Keanu Neal on IR. So he looks like he has really good depth without Bates. He says, it's 12 teams. He's currently in 11th, and you start two to three defensive backs. Uh, he used the trade to create roster space so he could pick up Taylor Rapp off of waivers, which I'll like picking him up hmm. i'm also trying to trade some other guys in the league where there isn't a ton of trading so i use this trade to chum the waters a little bit so i'm taking I mean, that he he gave basically away baits to try to entice others to trade with him i guess he gave away baits for a third i mean i don't mind that because you probably got him in the third round well the gist of all that is if he tra he traded away baits for a third and he was able to pick up taylor rap so you're uh, he, basically he basically wrapping the deal bought a third yeah <laughs> i mean because uh, rap i mean baits i would say is is, is better than rap but rap i think does have a, a pretty decent ceiling as far as i do too i like safety, him so um Bates for a late, he says it's a late third, so <sighs> we like Bates. Uh, he's been... Yeah, but I mean, if you have depth, and I mean... Uh, I, th I think I'm good with that. If you've got, With that kind of depth... I'm okay with him, especially because he picked up rap in the meantime. I mean... If it was me, I would have moved one of the others, though. Probably. I would have moved, moved, like, probably moved Harrison Smith. He's a little older. Yep. Or Keanu Neal because he's injury prone. I just, yeah, it's, I'm tough not... to, it's tough to get anything for Keanu Neal right now, though, because nobody wants an injured guy. No, but you could have probably at least got a third for him out of this. I mean, you yeah, probably... but you're, you're also got to look at what the other team is doing. It's a late pick. If it's a late pick, the, the guy's going for the championship. He's not going to want a piece this that's is true. sitting on his IR right now. Then that's where I would have traded Harrison Smith. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think he should have probably just traded him Harrison Smith, said, look, you know. But, I mean, it's... It's a good deal. I, I would... Yeah. I can see it. I don't have a problem with it, because he still has Harrison Smith for a few more years. He still has plenty of depth at safety. I and mean, he has some good young guys. Ronnie Harrison, Rapp, and Blair. That'll, they'll be good. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I, think I, I like he, that. He's a, a, he said he's the 11th... He's the 11th pick in the... He's in 11th place. Yeah, so he's got a top two pick, I, yeah. so he could even replenish that next year. I mean, you you, yeah. you know the twenty twenty class a little better than me, but you know, Grant Delpit yeah. the second round. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean that's that's the one name that comes to mind right too. away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't mind that because especially picking up rap on the back end, you're basically just replaced Bates. I mean I don't, I don't really know their stat. I mean. I'm more dive into stats more in the off. I mean, in the season, I look at stuff, but I'm looking at my own team in a microcosm. Right. You know, I'm not looking necessarily at just overall. Like, I mean, maybe that's maybe 
maybe us getting away from doing our weekly rankings has, has jaded my thoughts when it comes yeah. to that stuff. But yeah, I, I look more towards the off season to do a lot of my research, research. If you yeah. know what I mean? Because um, I, I get set up for the next year. I mean, I do, you know, tinker here and there. One somebody asked a question um, <laughs> on Twitter the other day, and my response may have sounded snarky. Um, actually, I think it was in a, it was in the IDP room actually. Uh, somebody was asking about rest of season, start and sit. And I'm like, honestly, you start the guys who got you here because when you start tinkering too much is when you end up yep. blowing your team because yep. you end up you end up starting some guy just because he had two hot weeks when he's sucked all season long. Um, now, every once in a while, you have to make some tinkering moves. Like, if you notice a guy is just falling off, their snap counts are down, then you pivot and you go to right. something else. But if if you're deciding between two studs, I mean, then you might, you know, look at start right. sit. But And, uh, you know, God bless the people that do the start sits for IDP because... Right. I don't. I don't really know what analysis they do to determine what's a good start and what's a good sit. Because looking at opponents, I mean, I know there's some scheming that involves taking certain players out, you know, running plays away from guys and stuff like that that goes on. But your your guys are going to be your guys. You're never sitting Darius Leonard just because he's a bad quote unquote bad matchup. Right. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, so, anything else? Um, yes. Yeah, so... So, so, there's there's my big uh, analysis for start and sit the rest <laughs> of the season. Start the guys you've been starting all season. Unless, you know, you notice somebody's dropped off terribly. Like I said, right. hit us up or on Twitter. Or something like that. That's kind of where I look at with start yeah. and sits. I mean... Tag us on Twitter. We'll answer your questions. Yeah. Downward um, trends, but, but honestly, or you know, if you're injuries, deciding, that's kind of your sit, guys. I think uh, I don't sit a guy unless I mean, now that bye weeks are over, you should have your core guys, all of them. Yeah, I'm just saying, downward trends like they're not getting the snap counts no more. Yeah, you know, I mean, stuff like that. Then you kind of like, as you said, tinker with it a little bit. If they're injured or banged up and just gonna miss some games, you might look at tinkering there, but. Yeah, for the most part, I'm with you. Yeah, so so there's our hard-hitting analysis here. <laughs> Start your studs. All right, so I, our I next mean, one is a... I'm going to break this into two parts. It's start, sit, or either or, whichever one you want to call it. The start, sit, okay. Uh, standard league, Aaron Donald versus Arizona, or at Arizona, or Joey Bosa at Denver. Bosa, he's got that rookie... That he's going to yep. pound in the dirt. Uh, Aaron Donald's been a, a huge disappointment. That was something else on Twitter that I uh I tried to tell you all on. back during the summer. Those 20 sacks means he's peaked. Yeah, but I don't think anybody saw him falling off this much. I mean, you, you said he'd still have yep. – I mean, I don't even think he has double digit yet. Uh, uh, eight and a half, is that right? Yeah, something around that. Seems like I, I saw that he had an eight and a half sack. So, yeah, even – I didn't expect that. No, the thing about it is, beat. as a defensive tackle – that's those are fine numbers. Oh yeah, they're not Aaron Donald numbers though. Is the issue right? And it's the same kind of thing that spooled 
that J.J. Watt spoiled owners with. They're used yeah. to him getting 18, 19, 20 sacks a year and all these pass deflections, and then he just went away. You know, he got, of course, his was a little more injury-related. Oh, absolutely. But, but still, that's – I mean – When J.J. Watt's on the field, he's productive. So he is. It's, and it's and all, it's all about, injury with him. Aaron Donald's just been – he's seen more double teams, ineffective. That whole Rams yeah. team is terrible. And that's the thing about those huge seasons – yeah. I feel I feel like owners are chasing it now. Aaron Donald, if you were lucky enough to have him on your team last year, you reaped the benefits big time. You did. And now, and and now, now you're chasing because either A, you probably overpaid handsomely if you traded for him this year. I'm sure you did. Or B, you're disappointed because he's not what he was last year. So I feel like you're chasing. And these big seasons, while we love them, they, they scare me. I mean, they do. And, and it's not just linemen, it's linebackers. Anyone that puts up a record-setting year like that, that just, ugh, I, uh, I just I mean, if no it's, part if of it, them the next if year. If it's really. record-setting, obviously, you're not going to repeat that every year. But, but I feel like some owners expect that, though. They just, well, they blindly... Well, they don't know law of averages. <laughs> right. I just, I just... Not that they're not going to be good, but you have to have the mindset of, okay, that was probably an aberration. It's not going to happen every year. So you have to set your expectations. You have to temper them and say, okay, he's not a 20-sack guy every year. No one is. 15? Sure. He's he's probably in that range now. Right now he's a little below that because he's off the pace. But if you go in expecting 20 every year, you're just (laughs) – you're just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, one of the main things I think you have to to think about is <coughs> excuse me. There's constantly records being set. Right. You know, like like look at Lamar Jackson, you know, he's he's the new hotness. Yep. Uh, on offense. My, my homie's and, who? Well, let me talk for a second. Anyway, uh <laughs> look, I let you talk for about a good 2 minutes straight in here, so. Um with Lamar Jackson, his rushing totals, you know, they're, they're, they're hyped him up and, and he's changing the face of, of NFL mobile quarterbacks and blah, blah, blah. Where have I heard this before? Like six years ago when Russell Wilson was doing, you know, 600 yards rushing, you know, before Russell Wilson, it was Colin Kaepernick rushing for 600, 700 yards. I'm not taking anything away from Lamar Jackson. He's looked great. But when you flip that to the other side of the ball and you have Darius Leonard's putting up, you know, top seasons and, you know, coming back down to earth a little bit, mm-hmm. those kinds of things are, you know, normal. And he's not really been that bad this year. I mean, he's been pretty good. He, he missed a few games with injury with the concussion issues, but, you know, he averages games out. He's averaging a few points less a game, but he's not low by any means. He's had a couple right. of boom games. So, I mean, you take a look at, at record-setting years and things, and I think the way the NFL is going with speed of play and, and the way that the teams play, in the, the most part, the, the stats go up. And, you know, if you look at, you know, 20 years ago, people weren't really racking up the type of numbers that they're racking up now. And I don't have the stats in front of me. I don't have the, the actual, you know, data in front of me. But just saying, you know, 
the way the NFL is gone, we, we see these huge numbers from these guys. And you have to really temper your expectations a bit that these extremes mm-hmm. are extremes. And if you have them on your team, you're lucky to have them. Yep. Uh, one of the things on Twitter asked, you know, your uh, I think it was Fantasy Frank, uh, who's in our uh, one of our leagues on uh, Sleeper. Uh, he asked, you know, we, we talk about our pats on the back all the time. And trust me, people do victory laps over one week uh, on Twitter. It, it's, it's amazing to see the victory laps taken. Uh, you know, the Rashad Penny truthers came out of the closet this week and were banging their chest saying they t- they knew it. They knew it all along. And they're going to be wrong next week. But. You know, people take victory laps all the time. So his 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 uh, tweet thread was just, you know, who have you missed on? And I said, you know what? I had Vander Esch as my top guy, and he might not even really materialize much if this neck and back injury is going to keep him out for a while. Um, right. He might not ever be the same, which would be a shame. But, uh, you know, I hope that's not the case. But it's a scary proposition when you're looking at neck yeah, injuries and stuff. Uh, and then, you know, Corey Littleton, I, I called him my IDP bust. I still kind of, <laughs> I still kind of stand by that. He's had a few really good weeks, but the last few weeks have been nothing special. You know, handful of tackles, right. not, not not making the plays. I mean, a lot of his big plays fell right in his lap. The interception return touchdown he had, the guy, the quarterback threw it right to him in the beginning of the season. Like he didn't, have to move. it hit him in the chest, I think, and he, he would have, you know. So, I mean, it, it's opportunity. It's it's being in the right place at the right time, which a lot of it is being a good player. Some of it's just dumb luck, though. Some of these tip, <laughs> right. tip picks, the, the, those, pick, yeah. the, those picks that get batted up in the air and fall right in your hands, like that, that's not about your positioning. That's about dumb luck. So, And, and that's what some of these, <laughs> right. you know, people complain about Deion Jones this year. Um, and, you know, I had Deion Jones ranked pretty high. Campbell's yeah. just making plays, more plays than him. He's not getting the turnovers that he used to get is the issue. And that Falcon defense has been, you know, aside from two weeks, they've been awful. Two weeks out of the season, they've showed up to play, and the rest of the season, they've been awful. So, you know, that's it. The second part of this question, we, we uh, kind of talked about the first part yeah, for a while. Yeah, the second but. part is, so we we're said Bosa at Denver. Um, second part is Jordan Poyer. At Dallas, or Buda Baker versus the Rams. That's tough. Um, that is tough. I almost—I don't know how you feel, but I almost want to go Jordan Poyer with this. I'm a Buda guy. Buda's been flying all over the field all season. He's top five in tackles. Uh, yeah, I know you like Buda a lot. In the league, and I made the joke because a big deal was made over whether he's playing strong or free safety. And I'm like, it's never mattered for Buda Baker where he plays. He's had Bethay on his team playing strong safety for three years, four years, and it hasn't mattered. So he, he just makes plays. He, he gets his mm-hmm. tackles. He's always around the ball. The Arizona defense is nothing to speak for. I mean, you have, you have Chandler Jones and Buda Baker on this team, essentially. Right. And then you got some linebackers uh, trying to make tackles all over the place. But 
Buda Baker, I think I, I, it's tough to sit either guy. Um, I'd try yeah. to sit somebody else. You know, unless you have Landon Collins too. I mean, then, then you're <laughs> starting Collins, obviously. But I, I, I lean Buda. I know you, you're saying Poyer. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, still it's, lean Poyer. Uh, Buda, I mean. <laughs> It really is a tough one. I, I'm kind of like you. If I could start those two and sit somebody else, I, I think I might. You know what I do? In, in a, if I have a decision like this to make in my league, I look at the average points per game, and that's what I go with. I also look. Right. I know I know the Rams have not played the Cardinals yet, but I might look back at last year's stats to see how Buda Baker did against the, the Rams. I know it's a slightly different you know defensive scheme and stuff like that, but right. – you know, does he do well against Jared Goff? Yeah, and I like to look at uh, that's tiebreaker stuff. I don't, I don't do this for every single matchup. I got oh, my no. guys, but it, you know, this is uh, cutting hair, splitting hairs. You know, yeah. between Poyer and Baker, I think you'll end up with similar numbers. I think you'll end up with uh, like six tackles and two assists guaranteed from both of them. So, yep. you know, who do you take a chance on? Jared Goff's been awful. Gosh, he sure has. Man. Dak Prescott has not been awful. He's just not been great against good teams. <laughs> but And Buffalo is a good team. It's the game I'm looking forward to watching uh, probably the most. Because both teams are in playoff hunts. Uh, what Buffalo team is going to show up? Is, is it going to be Josh Allen confident chucking the ball around? Um I really don't like either game for fantasy or either team for fantasy because right. I think Buffalo's wide uh, coverage skills are so good that I think the, the I think Randall Cobb has a big game out of all those other guys. Um, and then mm. for Buffalo, they can be had in the air, but Josh Allen isn't really an airmail guy. So, um, like... I mean, Dallas is a pretty good defense uh, overall. They don't really let up tons. Like, they, they shut Brady down pretty much. I know that game was ugly and rainy and windy and all, but... Um, wow. But then again, they also let Sam Darnold, like, own them, so... <laughs> so, I don't know. It, it's hard to tell. I think that should be a good competitive game, low-scoring game, I would say. Because I think defenses will kind of take over that game. Um, it's gonna be an yeah, ugly day for Thanksgiving. Did you see? <laughs> did you see we we're gonna have David Blau as our quarterback I for just, Detroit? Just saw that. Just saw that. Who are they playing this week? Chicago. Start Eddie Jackson. Oh yeah. Yep. Eddie Jackson Eddie get a Jackson. seventy-five yard interception return for a touchdown, yep. probably. Khalil Mack probably gonna get two or three sacks. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna run the ball a lot. A lot of Bo Scarborough in this game. There's a name that just came out of nowhere. The issue is he's not very explosive. He's not very fast. He's just right. he was he was a plotter for the past couple of weeks. He got 20 carries a game because they don't want Driscoll getting killed. <laughs> right. They don't really have. I mean, they threw the ball plenty, but I mean, it's just I don't know. These games tomorrow look uglier and uglier every time I look at them. <laughs> Yeah, I'll still not, enjoy uh, them, uh, you know. Well, at least you got a, you can get a little turkey on your belly and maybe uh, take a nap and miss part of it. Yeah. So uh, if you uh, choose. So yes, 
I think we already had the discussion about Thanksgiving on our previous recording. We did. Yes. So we'll leave the, the turkey talk yeah. another time. Any other questions? Uh, that seems to be all I have right now, unless something comes in here in just a second. But as of now, no. So here are the trades I made. I talked about the one with you. Uh, my team in in this, uh, it's, it's the DFF League. It's, it's a bunch of guys that work at the site. Uh, we started a Debbie League with like a week before the season started. Uh, so we drafted literally like a week before the season started. Maybe even like the day of. I think we were still making Debbie picks in the first couple weeks of the season. Um, so I, I've... My team, I thought, was going to be a lot better than it was, and it just did not pan out. My quarterbacks uh, sucked, to say the least. (laughs) Um, And my running backs are good. My receivers were, I mean, I had Hopkins, and he was about it. So I actually traded him to get Tua, and then Tua broke his hip, uh, basically, (laughs) in 5,000 pieces. Um he see but here's the thing i'm actually kind of optimistic about that because looking at he could get in a better situation with a better team you know what i mean yeah wouldn't you love to see Tua drafted by like tampa bay yeah that would be a good landing spot he would have weapons he would have he would have all kinds of things so i made two different trades in this league i'm trying to unload my vets basically because this team is going nowhere fast uh so unloading vets and in full you know it's a debbie league so i'm trying to collect some debbie assets i'm trying to collect uh young players with talent so i traded zach Ertz, who's going to be 30 years old uh, he, it's a yeah. tight end premium and start two, I believe. So, you know, they're valuable. And I got Cortland Sutton. I got back uh, Chris Herndon, who I traded away in an earlier trade. And then uh, some guy on your Tennessee Titans, Anthony Fersker. I think it was just a trade to <laughs> balance out lineups or something like that. Um, so Cortland Sutton, obviously the big piece that I got back. I I like that because it helps my wide receiver core, which is looking pretty terrible. Um, Right. So, I mean, my wide receiver core right now is is okay. I got some youth. I got Robbie Anderson. Uh, I got Kenny Stills, who has done not a lot. But (laughs) I have Cortland Sutton now, James Washington, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And Robert Woods is my main pieces. Um, I mean, I got some other guys, but they're not really any good. So Sutton really steps in, and he's my new de facto number one, pretty much. Um, I got Herndon back. I think Herndon is a great tight end prospect. Uh, I got Herndon to go with um, uh, Dawson Knox, Johnny Smith, Jay Sternberger. So I'm pretty happy with my tight end depth there. Um, first skirt, obviously. I guess it's John New Smith's backup now that uh, Delaney Walker's on IR. I also have Ross Dwelly, so I might try to pawn him off on the George Kittle owner. See if he wants oh, to move. See if he wants to take him, just in case. Yeah. Uh, some insurance. Um, 
And then I traded uh, Mark Ingram, which I, I said earlier in this podcast, I think on Monday, I was complaining that nobody wanted Mark Ingram and he was dominating the Rams. Uh, apparently, so finally got somebody to buy. Huh? Finally got somebody to buy. Uh, I didn't get much for him, but I'm happy with the, the, the piece I got back for him. Uh, speaking of tight ends, this being tight end premium, I got uh, the Aquaman from Missouri, Albert uh, Ogawagawagam something like that (laughs) i haven't taken my pronunciation class for incoming 2020 (laughs) rookies so you'll have to excuse my pronunciation you did way better than i did so (laughs) no i just guessed i just made up a bunch of sounds i know it's albert O. uh we call him aquaman in the debbie community uh and i think the college community too because who wants to pronounce that name uh i'll learn it but uh, (laughs) I, i have not taken my pronunciation class yet uh, but yeah, so I got Albert uh, Aquaman, who I think is going to be a stud tight end. Um, he's been on the Debbie radar for a few years now, and I have him in another league uh, coming up. So I'm happy with that because that'll add to my tight end depth, which I think I'm building. In theory, I'm building a quite a nice stable of tight ends, um, which tight end premium would help. Um my quarterbacks are a train wreck. <laughs> I got Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, I got uh, I got Kyle Allen, who is looking like he's losing that job every day. Um, I have Dirty Andy Dalton, who's got his job back. I also had Ryan Finley, so I was kind of splitting the difference there. Um, I have Chase Daniel when eventually uh, Matt Nagy just can't stand looking at Trubisky out there anymore. Uh, I have Brett Rippon who uh, I don't know could could be something I know Mark Schofield who is a quarterback guru out there he was in my SFB uh, division which by the way I'm in the playoffs for that I think you are too you were higher up than me yeah Um, so I need need a good week out of my players here but uh, he, he loves Brett Rippon as a prospect so uh, i was like hey he's a quarterback guru i'll take his word for it Um, so and then i also have uh, well i have tua i said that coming through he might not be available next year just facts Uh, but i have sam ellinger from texas and ryan halinski from south carolina uh, as my couple other quarterbacks in the pipeline and then um, I'm happy, really, really happy with my running backs I got coming up. Uh, you'll recognize one of these names. Uh, I'll share that. Uh, okay. Ty Chandler. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I figured you'd recognize his name. Uh, I got Eno Benjamin coming up. I got nice. uh, Devin Ford, Najee Harris, Brian Robinson Jr., uh, Booby Whitlow from Auburn. Yeah. Uh, so, so I like my running backs coming up, and I also have on Johnson on IR and Bryce Love. So, so you got a pretty good. I got a good healthy, young stable. You I do, think. and some of those names are going to. I mean, like yeah. the Eno, that's a big name. But uh, I forgot also I have uh, Lavisca Chenault and uh, Seth Williams. I like Lavisca. Yes. Yeah. So if they if if these Devi guys can find a good landing spot, I think I'm pretty solid to compete in the next couple of years right. um, i also got paris campbell i forgot about him oh okay he's on my ir so i forgot about him 
as well. So I like my depth and my youth at this point. Just going to be trying to figure out, I don't know, how to get a quarterback <laughs> in, in Superflex without overpaying. I'm going to have to groom one. I hope Tua just pans out, and I hope Mitchell Trubisky gets his head out of his butt and starts playing quarterback like he supposedly capable of doing. That or Andy Dalton gets a second chance or something. I don't know. Right. You know, I can see Andy Dalton being like Ryan Fitzpatrick and just getting kind of moved around because he's not a bad quarterback. And he's taken that pathetic Bengals team to the playoffs a few years when they shouldn't have. So it's kind of like, I don't know. He just can't win the big game. <laughs> right. Which I don't care as long as he performs well in the fantasy playoffs. Um, but enough of that, that league. Uh, two trades I made. I, actually, I, I forgot. I, got Mark, I gave up Mark Ingram. I got Albert uh, Aquaman and a, a fourth round pick, which is going to be late fourth. But So I got lots of bullets in the chamber for picks. I got, I got two firsts, I think two seconds, maybe one second. A couple, a couple. I got three fourths now, which will probably be Devi picks because it's a rookie and Devi mixed draft. Right. So, so I could probably restock the Devi uh, cupboard, so to speak, with all these guys coming up this year. Um, yeah, speaking so of, like a... speaking of Devi, and speaking of college, uh, we have an exciting couple weeks coming up. We have some more prospects. Uh, reach out to us and uh, want to be yes. on the show. So I guess they've heard some good things. Um, so we'll, we'll get into those next week. Uh, some guys that are invited to some of these all-star games, these, these senior bowls and things like that. Um, and the season's about wrapped up. I think this week is the last good weekend of competitive college football besides the conference championships. Yes, I think so. I believe that is correct. Yeah. Um, and uh, we mentioned Joseph Dorsius. Like I said, we had some some technical issues uh, with getting a connection and getting uh, getting ability to set up. Um, maybe it's part of my ignorance of not knowing how to like hook up a phone call to this stuff. <laughs> I don't know. We just use online uh, stuff to, so I'm not sure about that. But um, but yeah. Uh, his team, Memphis, I'm sure they're getting ready for the Friday matchup with Cincinnati, which is a huge matchup. Cincinnati's in first place in the American East, and Memphis is in first place in the American West. So it's essentially a championship game of sorts because they're they're on opposite sides, and they they possibly uh, I think pretty sure American Conference now has a championship game. They might meet two straight weeks. Yes, they will. It is they do crazy. so that. That was a discussion. Uh, I think last week I heard him mention that 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 could be a possibility. So that'd be kind of crazy. Um, so yeah, we're, we're pulling for Bryce and uh, Joseph, Joseph to uh, yep. have good games, and we'll we'll catch up with Joseph here in the next uh, few weeks or so. Um, maybe once school's out, you know, maybe in between bowl games. The I mean, they're look they're looking at a bowl uh, New Year's six. You know, New York's New Year's four, whatever it is, uh, bold. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that American Conference, I think, still gets an automatic bid to one of the 
New Year's Day bowls. Um, and they're a blemish. Uh, who who did you tell me? Temple. Tulane? Temple. Temple. Temple's the only yeah. team to beat them, and they really uh, could have won that game. They had a chance. Yeah, if they don't slip up there, they're looking square to undefeated season, possibly. Yeah. So uh, And there's been a yeah, lot I of, I mean, bracket busting. Minnesota got busted up. Yeah. I mean, you had Oregon go down. Um, LSU still rolling. Uh, yep. Clemson still rolling. I mean, those, those two teams just roll everybody. It seems like. And talking about Debbie, I kind of mentioned it to you. I've, I'm kind of proud of myself, so I'm going to toot my own horn here a little bit. Um, one of our good listeners, Eric, you know who I'm talking about, and uh, Eric he always. H, yeah. uh, yes, yes, Eric H. I couldn't remember the initial. It's kind uh, of nice. We're in a. We're in a league together with him. I uh, don't think you quite fared as well as I did, but I, I did am in. The, I am in the championship game this week, um, and I have uh, one Mister Bryce Huff on my team, so I'm hoping he can uh, carry me to a championship this week. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's been a good year. It's not been a great year. I've had a few slip ups along the way, but I seem to have uh, gotten fairly hot at the right time and uh i've stuck with some of my big guns that many of y'all have uh heard me mention like bryce huff uh daryl taylor uh people like that uh aj Epinesna. uh so uh i'm gonna lean on these defensive guys and see if they can uh carry me home my offense i have some good offensive weapons but uh i think my defense overall is a little stronger so we'll see yeah and I, I yeah i was i was 500 for most of the week i think the last two weeks i honestly didn't check it much because i knew i was out of the playoffs um so uh, that's what happens if if and this is not a reflection on uh fan tracks but it's it's not something i house a lot of my leagues on so Me it's either. not something I check all the time. I used to check every Sunday morning and set my lineup for the following week, and then I got busy on some Sunday mornings. So you actually finished six and five. There you go. Actually, and you know what? I think I did set my line. I think one. I missed one week, but I think I might have set it before. Yeah, you were uh, six and five. Kind of impressed. You were five and one in your division. That's there really go. good. See, I, and you I'm, finished I was, on a. You finished with a two-game win streak, so not bad. Yeah. Well, Ian Book had some nice games for me down the stretch. Jordan Love finally started to play some football. Oh, yeah. I Jordan I Love, and I was pole, I was so. thinking that would be a great QB out there in the West Coast, high flying. I think he's in yeah, what, the, I'm, the Mountain West. I or what used to be the Mountain West. Yes, I don't yes. Know. Like you think you kind of nervous. State? Um, I finished just one game better than you, 7-4, so I'm not a big disparage. Yeah. Um, but I have been the hottest team in the league as I have won five straight. So Who's, I, who's I, your quarterbacks? Uh, let me click back over here. That's a big source of your points. It, it, it is. Yeah, it is. And I don't think I'm terribly strong there. Uh, no, this is the one league that – because I had the other league that I'm in was probably the stronger on fan tracks. Here I am – Jake Lutton of Oregon State and Bryce Perkins of Virginia is my okay. now I do I will say that I'm very strong at running back because I have Eno Benjamin, J.K. Dobbins, um, 
Kenneth Gainwell of Memphis. So I, I am super strong at running back. Yeah. Speaking of, aren't there some big rivalry? Isn't this the big rivalry weekend? Like, I think the Iron Bowl's always. Yeah, this, this is week. because Tennessee plays Vanderbilt. That's an in state rivalry. Um, I think Ohio State, Michigan this Bowl. week. Ohio State, Michigan, Auburn, yeah. Alabama. Um, oh, help me. There's some more. Georgia plays. Ooh, seems like they had somebody that they played right off. I don't remember. South Carolina. Uh, Oregon, Oregon State. Oregon, Oregon State. Washington, Washington State. Um, Washington, Washington State. Let me see. I don't know. Arizona, Arizona State. Um, I'm trying to look at this. Yeah, and there's, there's games all day Friday and Saturday, which is what I like. It's, it's spread yeah. out a bit. You don't have everything all in one day. Exactly. So. But, anyways, uh, so get some some food in your bellies. Yes. If you're listening to this on the way to Thanksgiving dinner, enjoy with your family. Uh, we wish you, at least I wish you, I don't know, Daryl probably does too, uh, very happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully your fantasy teams are uh, strong going into the playoffs. Uh, I did Absolutely. A, a, I did an assessment of my teams the other day. Uh, some of my on-the-fence guys fell apart some of them took a took a step to make the playoffs so i'll be adding up my potential winnings in the next next week once i I see for sure i have a few uh number one seeds or bye weeks pretty much wrapped up which is i do too and a couple i'm actually setting first in my home league that i always talk about that's pretty high dollar i'm setting right now is the one seed in my division two overall and then in another league that's a, a pretty good uh, payout for me, I am setting as the number one overall seed. So I'm kind of excited about both of those. I, I kind of don't like the buy. I mean, the nice thing about the buy is you can't lose. However, yeah. I, I always feel like, and I know it's completely garbage because they, <laughs> they play on the football field, but I always feel like my team has a little bit of bye week rust. Like they yep, don't. Yep. I feel the same way. That's, Even uh, though I, it has nothing to do with the actual players on the football field because they're playing every week. Right. I also hate when I have, like, I'll have a guy that goes off on a bye week because I'll be like, great, now next week he's not going to have that production. Right. You know. But, yeah, yeah I'm, looking pretty, I'm looking pretty good in most of my leagues. Um that I expected to compete in. Obviously, this Predators League, uh, I am not competing in whatsoever. <laughs> That's why, you know. Um, but yeah, my FFPC League, uh, I'm sitting in second place. Um, nice. Overall, right now. I am the highest scoring team by about 150 points, and I'm in second place. So my three losses have probably been to guys having huge weeks which pisses me off, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, when you're – I mean, total – literally, I got 1966 as my total points. The next highest is 1811. 1811, ouch. It's 150 points – 55 points. I've been just slaying people when I'm beating them. Yeah. I mean, I have the one-two punch of Christian McCaffrey and um, Ooh, Michael Thomas. Deep. And I have Lamar Jackson 
and I have Travis Kelsey, who hasn't even had a great season, <laughs> and he's been very good. I have George Kittle too. So I, I love I love my team. Right. Um, I, I traded from we talked about. I think I talked about it on the show. We tra- I traded for Marlon Mack, and of course he breaks his hand. Yeah. I feel I'd feel a lot better if I had Marlon Mack in my lineup instead of uh, Naheem Hines. But I have yeah. Devin I have Devin Singletary, um, who's coming on. I think. Um, yeah, I think he is too. He's it, it's going to take a little time for some of these guys, but I think they're going to be good. Yeah, I'm waiting to hear about Alshon Jeffrey because. I'd like to start him over Naheem Hines, but I don't know. I'm hearing our Thega our, our, our Whiteside is going to apparently go off this weekend. Ooh. I definitely am not uh, starting him. He hasn't done anything all yeah. season. I'd love to see it because I, I can then decide whether or not I'm going to keep him next year because in this FFPC league, you have to give up like five or six guys. So I'd like to see what I got in him if I'm going to keep him or cut him. Right. I mean, I know about five or six guys on my roster that I can cut and have no problem cutting because, like, Geronimo Allison. Quick question. Mm -hmm. You you mentioned getting ready for future seasons. When you're – let's say you've got a couple people you – want to you don't really have you don't really care for um they're probably not superstars you know they're probably your middle of the pack fantasy players do you look to we'll say they're kind of underperforming or they're on that fence with production do you look to try to move them in a trade for future picks or is that something that you're looking to just upgrade Overall, meaning I, I, we'll just throw it out here. I, uh, any name I can't think of, let's, let's say Derek Barnett. Do you look to try to trade him for future picks, or are you looking to try to maybe package him with something to get like a uh, a, a bigger star, like a, a Khalil Mack or or whoever you know, somebody that's had a little more production, a little more better. To be honest, it depends on my team. Uh, Derek Barnett, he's so young, I don't really want to give up on him. Yeah, well, I, I was just... Uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. What about a Terrell Suggs, maybe? He's had a... I'll take whatever you, whatever you want to give for me, I'll take. Right. Like, if you want to give me a fourth-round pick, I'm all over it. Like, I doubt anybody would even think about that. But, like, yeah. you know, you're, you're I know what you mean, like a veteran player that's yeah, yeah. not going anywhere. Like, uh, say, uh, Tahir Whitehead. Yes, exactly. Whatever, whatever you want to give me for him, I'll take pretty much. I mean, he's okay. not going to hold much value. I'd rather use that fourth round pick next year to 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 take another. Well, I asked that because chance. I know, as you know, some people just don't value draft picks at all. Yeah, yeah, and I some agree. do. So I was just kind of curious. What are you targeting when you try to when you try to better your roster you're looking for better players to upgrade or are you looking for those future picks me myself i'm all about the picks unless well, it's just a big star that i can get 
If I'm a contender, uh, I'm not really giving up any of my pieces because I want to have as much insurance policy. It also depends on the league trade deadline. I know this is a big hot-button thing right now yes, about dynasty leagues and should they have trade um, deadlines and stuff. Some of mine have already passed. Are you and some of them have already trade passed. Or not? Uh, I think once the playoffs start, trade should be shut down. Right. And for the most part, I agree with that. I just think if you're making trades the morning of your championship game, I don't know. Well, here's the there's, reason. There's I, something. I, I mean, I know it's dynasty, but it just. I mean, and, and you may disagree with this, but there's just something fishy about making a trade the morning of a championship game. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's. And it's not I that think... it's. It's not that it's fishy. It's that. And it's, it's <coughs> that that owner. That owner is going to going for it, and I get that part of it. But right. And I understand it's dynasty, but if you're like giving up, you know, a, a rookie pick for a piece that could help you win, like the morning of the championship game, like <laughs> I, I just think that's kind of I don't know. I think yeah. it's. I I believe the trade deadline should be in place for the playoffs. You know, take who who you got there. If you got hurt, then the waiver wire is always there for you. I have one league where the waiver wire is now shut down. Like it's literally you you got who you got. Well, there's see, no trades, there's league, no waivers. It's it's just you got who you got for the next six weeks or. In my weeks, home league, is that way. Once yeah. you know this is, we're headed into week thirteen. This will be depending July on your league week. size and schedule. This is our final regular season week. Yeah. And once that's over. That's it. I mean, you have who you have, and the only way that you could add to your team per se is, um, say, you have somebody on injured on IR and they're healthy. You can promote them, but other than that, as far as waivers, yeah, it's done after this week. See, and I'm opposed to that only because injuries happen, and you should still have your fab budget available waivers available because injuries happen what if you lose your, i mean and i i hate kickers but what if you lose your kicker in week 14 like you don't get to pick up another kicker well fortunately in this league you requ- i require you to carry two kickers well, so you've just got a extra kicker so i kind of planned for that one with this league was set up so gotcha i don't know i just i just I don't do like shutting down about. everything I like well, shutting down trades because then you don't have the bottom feeding teams just trying to fleece the youth or fleece the the owner. Well, here's my thing on the uh, trades, and I, I'm glad I kind of asked you. I don't like trade deadlines, really. I, I, I'm kind of like you. I think you should be able to trade all the way up to the playoffs or whatever. Um, this same league that I was talking about when it first started 15 years ago. It was an offensive-only league, and it was a keeper league because, you know, we were new to fantasy 15 years ago, and we yeah, set it up. And dynasty it was, wasn't really around too much. I mean, it was, right. it was around, so, but it wasn't really big. Exactly. So you could keep one player every year, and then we did a full redraft after that. And I had an owner who, in year, I don't know, two or three, he was one of those owners that – it's like the unwritten rule, but he was one of those owners that always tried to bend the rules and break them. And then when you got onto him, he's like, well, it's not a rule. Yeah. And 
That's the reason why you have that detailed page on MFL. Exactly. And and this was a work league. It started, and like I said, I'll give you the perfect example. Uh, he had made the playoffs the first two years. Had I had beat him one year in the Super Bowl. He beat me the next year. The third year, his team sucked. And he had Peyton Man in it, but the rest of his team was just hard garbage. So he traded – I forget who his – he had two good players, and that was it. And he traded Peyton, Peyton Man to another team for – that team could only keep one player and know that they wasn't going to keep Peyton Manning. And I think this is really before he took off and become superstar. And because his team was so bad, he knew he was going to get the early pick next year. So he traded him away, got picks, and then turned around and was able to draft Manning again. And he's like, yeah, I just oh, think no, that's smart. It. it is smart, but really not fair. He was, this is the same guy that I could tell you so many stories. He would. See, that's why I don't like keeper leagues. I think it should either be a dynasty or a redraft, and that's I agree. And that's why we moved to dynasty. Keeping one, yeah, keeping one or even three or one on offense, one of the like you might as well right. just play play dynasty or play redraft. I mean, right. I do and have like a I couple said, leagues where we keep one guy, and it's just like why? right. This was fifteen years ago. We were just starting, and well, we, yeah, we learned yeah, as we yeah. grew. But this is the same owner that would uh, make a deal with another owner and say, hey. Uh, I need a player for this weekend. They would trade players for a week and then trade back the next week. And I'm like, no, 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 that's that's, not how this is going to work. So I had to create rules, and that's where I instituted the trade deadline to keep some of this stuff that he was doing from happening because I didn't have it as a rule, my fault, but I didn't think that I needed to because I thought we were all good friends and – had that gentleman agreement and unwritten rule stuff, and he just took advantage mm-hmm. of it. So, while I don't like the trade deadlines, I can see all is why fair in love and dynasty. So, here's <laughs> right. a question. Here's a question, and I I kind of follow ethics when it comes to trade negotiations. Right. I have a problem telling other owners what my best offer would be because uh, one oh, of God. one of the owners yeah. asked. You know what was the trade offer for like for the trade I was talking about Ertz today, and I, I said a I said a wide receiver one and a twenty twenty second, and he said which wide receiver one? And I'm like, it makes a difference. I think it does. I, I would. It be... does make a difference, but I think ethically, like th- this is a separate conversation. I mean, I I kind of told him I guess what the best offer was I had, but ethically i think just coming out and saying this is exactly like i don't know (laughs) Uh, it messes with my ethics because i think if i tell you this is what i'm looking for and this is what i've got on the table you know this is good stuff because speaking of offers yeah and and i know i'm going to get roasted for this and you may be the one that roasted (laughs) me Yeah, I, I, I know this is coming, but you may be the one. I have the same kind of issue with displaying or saying what I want. Um, for example, I've got uh, – I'm looking at a league now. We're not in it, but I've got Jimmy Garoppolo and Drew Brees, and you need a quarterback or you just want a quarterback, one of those, and you say – well, I want Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm like, okay, let's let's make a deal. And your response is, okay, what do you want? <laughs> um, I can kind of look at your roster and know what I'm targeting or what I would like to, 
and and right here's where I get roasted. But I'm that owner that'll say, make me an offer. <laughs> I want to see where you're at before I open my mouth. Does well, that make sense? That, that's kind of it's it's the art of the deal, you, right? Your style of trading might not mesh with another owner's style of training, right? So and then, and then it, sometimes it depends. I'll say, sometimes I'll say, okay, you want Jimmy Garoppolo? I want this, this, or this, or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but a lot of times I will say, make me an offer. And for some reason, owners kind of don't like that. I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why. I mean, either, either way. I, I get what they say. And I, I'm kind of the same way. I want to see an offer and then we can go from there. Exactly. Um, exactly. But like, if you, if I tell you, I want this person, I've kind of already expressed what I want. So that's that's where the other owner is probably going to say, "Well, I told you what I want. You tell me what you want off of my team, and this is why he probably right. is, you know." And it could be, but then it could be, "Well, what are you willing to give up to get him?" And that's that's where you kind of have to play, right? Play the game, so to speak, you know. And <laughs> how you play the game could depend on who makes out on the deal, because I mean, if right. You know, and if you play hard to get, sometimes you end up with, you know, an extra thrown on top. You know, something else added in that you didn't think you could get. Sometimes I'm just looking at a team and I'm like, like, I mean, uh, we'll talk what I was looking at today. I was looking at a roster and, you know, the guy was like, hey, I'll do that. I want I'll name a couple guys, blah, blah, blah. I'll throw in some picks. And I'm like looking at his roster. I'm like. <laughs> that player's too good, okay? But he's really about the only thing I'm interested on your team. Like, you, you ever look at a roster and you're like, well, if I ask for this guy, it's his best player, and that's not going to get the deal done. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, sometimes I just look at a roster, I'm like, I'm not really in love with any of these players. And I just... Exactly, yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I can't really make this deal because there's nobody I think I'm getting back that I actually want. Whereas when I looked at, you know, I looked at the one guy's roster and he had, you know, I looked at Debbie because I'm like his main roster, he has his guys, he's going to play in the playoffs. And I know those, when, when you're contending, you don't want to give up any of those guys to get another piece. Right. So I was like, you know, Aquaman, <laughs> he's your Debbie guy. Like you don't need him this year. I could use him next year. You know. You have Ingram for another couple of years, probably. You know, although some people are saying he's getting chased out of there. Right. But this has all been good conversation, but we have talked a lot. Yeah. Considering we started off talking in, in tongues. I don't know if, it's, yeah. if, if, if people even made it this far. <laughs> and they got some good information, that's for sure. Uh, but we got a couple of interviews coming up yeah. in the next couple of weeks. Uh, probably yep, drop it on thursdays coming. um i would guess but that'll be about it uh my That's seahawks fun. play on monday night so we're not recording on monday night so tell tell your guests it's not happening right well then uh that's about it your titans play the jags no we just played the jags no nah, i just played the jags Who you know we played um we played the 
Jaguars last week where King Henry stiff-darned them into oblivion. Who does your team play this week is what I'm asking. Oh, you know, I haven't even looked. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've been so busy with work this week, I've not you had You don't even know who your team's playing. Let's see, who do? Jesus. <sighs> you don't have, like, a team know. magnet hanging up right next to your computer? like. We play Houston this week. Ryan Tannehill going to lead you to victory. Oh, my God, I can't. You guys are uh, sniffing the playoffs. You need mm. Cleveland to take out Pittsburgh. And you no, guys... no, we don't play Houston. I looked at their – we played the Colts oh, this geez. week, 12-1. My bad. Anyway. Anyway. Use... Uh, before we go, yes, two things. Okay. Uh, sh- our, uh, our guy, DFF Kane – Recently had his grandfather move on, so we wish him the best. Yes, sorry to hear about that. Sorry about loss. Condolences on that. And in the spirit of Thanksgiving, uh, and I know Dan will agree with this, I would like to, we would like to thank all of our listeners, all of our followers, anyone who sends in questions or just anything of ours, because um, without you, we would just be two goofs talking about football with nobody listening. So um, our success is tied to you and we are so thankful for that. And we hope to bring more and better stuff. So uh, keep sharing our stuff, keep listening and, and thank you. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, you can buy an IDP nation t-shirt. Yes. My fantasy football shirt.com. You can get, you know, uh, hey, Christmas is right around the corner. Yes. Nothing your wife would want more than an IDP Nation t-shirt. That's exactly right. (laughs) And she would be very stylish in that shirt. Yes, absolutely. Comes in a few different colors. Uh, Has the IDP Nation logo on it. Um, And you know, while you're there buying her a gift, why not pick up something for yourself? So There you go. Coffee it's like uh, like, it's like Christmas vacation. There hey, Clark, go. pick something out nice for yourself, too. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> True story. Greatest yeah. Christmas movie ever, and probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, it, it's definitely a classic. you got to watch it at least once. Uh, yep. It's on ABC Family or Freeform or whatever they call that channel, like 90,000 times from now until well, I have Christmas, it on DVD. But... I'll just stick it in the... Uh... Well, yes, but the old dvd player and let it rip yes i I don't really i don't even think i have a dvd player hooked up to a tv right now well actually it's my playstation that i put it in so well whatever so time to hit the outro music uh to to piggyback upon what daryl said uh, i did not mention the shirt thing on purpose right after thanking everybody but uh we we had to (laughs) get it in somewhere here we we I'm sure we forgot a commercial in this because it's been so long <laughs> since Monday. I think we got one of them in. Um, but, yeah, thanks to the listeners uh, in this Thanksgiving. Uh, good, hopefully your your teams are doing well, unless you're playing me this week. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm taking on Bob and his three-toed warriors, apparently, this week in the Listener League. Bobby! Um, so, but we will uh, chat next week. It's, it's playoff time. Yes, and now we're down to the... What they so, like to say, the nitty gritty here. This is where so we separate yeah. the man from the voice. 
So even though I hate Start Sit, if you have Start Sit questions for us, uh, we can answer on the show yeah. next week. Or if you have a trade deadline coming up next week and you need some last minute trade advice, hit us up. Or if or you any made a question, trade, really. Oh yeah, any question. But most of the time, this time of year, those are the main questions. Like yeah, yeah, waivers. I mean. Uh, yep. our, our boy Trip has been writing the, the waivers. Since yeah, he's I've, been doing a good job. Since I have zero time to do anything anymore. <laughs> uh, I barely have time to do this. So, sorry, fellas. Uh, I, I barely have time to do my real job and uh, come here and do this. So It's uh, all right. We'll continue to carry you. Yes. I'm and used to it. You know, we have an interview. My back. Well, we have an interview next week. And if we can, we'll talk a little bit. I know we've been teasing this for a couple weeks, but we haven't ever... We've had interviews and stuff to try to. It's a long topic to kind of discuss is, is uh, depth chart changes. So we'll, we'll kind of get to that next week. Um, I'll, I'll have some time tomorrow to sit down before we leave for Thanksgiving dinner. I'm gonna check out these depth charts and stuff, and um, and see what changes from the beginning of the season till now. Uh, trending things for next season. This is when you can take advantage of your waiver wire of maybe a guy who hasn't done a whole lot but looks like he's going to be the starter next year. It's a little early for that because free agency and the draft can change those things in a heartbeat. Yep. Um, just look at like Mark Barron, who still is starting games over Devin Bush for some unknown reason. I have no idea why. I just I don't, don't understand that. That, that. that Pittsburgh organization. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do some they do some funny things i don't know but anyway uh outro music's getting hit here go hawks happy thanksgiving uh, enjoy the turkey don't eat too much the trip to oh, fan will get you i'm gonna stuff myself turkey mashed potatoes peas rolls the stuffing Remember to uh, drive safely to and from wherever you're headed to, um, yes. or call the Amish Uber to come get you. To get you. <laughs> the Amish Uber. <laughs> and uh, go Hawks. Tottenham. And we are out. Good night now. Later.